0: In the Daddy Robot episode, I talked about this weird substance that Bandit was eating. And in this episode, I just found out that it was just stir fry. So (laughs) I want to apologize to Bandit because I think it was just seafood stir fry. And I love stir fry. Stir fry is delicious. And I'm sure you were just eating leftovers from this restaurant, the Golden Crown. So my official apologies to you, Bandit. You are great in this episode. You go through misery in this episode. So sorry, mate. Hello and welcome to Obsession Bluey, a podcast where I talk about the things I'm obsessed with. And for this season, I'm talking about the hit Australian children's show, Bluey. This show is just way too good. Okay, we got our first um, complaint (laughs) about this podcast that I want to talk about just before we jump into the episode. So this is a complaint that I have on my own podcast too, but there was a gulp like two episodes ago that said someone just said it drove them crazy. So <laughs> I will try not to do that. It drives me crazy because I was re-listening to one of the episodes and I was like, Oh, what are all these mouth sounds that I'm making? It's disgusting. So I have water next to me whenever I record this, but sometimes it's just hard to not do those. So I'll try to edit those out more as I go along, but <laughs> send me more criticisms and more reviews. It was like, I, this stuff is so fun to me. So hit me with anything that you got. Let's talk about the episode. Short recap. Bandit, Bingo, and Bluey all go together to pick up some takeout. Or takeaway, as the Aussies say it. Unfortunately, the spring rolls are not ready yet. And Bandit is not leaving without his spring rolls. Don't even think that he's going to leave without his spring rolls. No chance in that. They will be ready in five minutes, which ends up feeling like an eternity for the girls as they try to find ways to entertain themselves. And Bandit learns a lesson that a person never has the chance to be young again. So, they should soak up as much life as they can while they're young. The episode opens with probably the most simple and short intro to Bluey yet. A wide shot of the restaurant. That's it. There's a crow that caws, and we don't see it, but we hear it. And we hear a car approaching with the crunch of gravel under the car's tires, which is one of my favorite sounds by the way. That and walking on top of gravel and the crunchy sound that that makes. Like, I think one of my favorite times of day is at night when I'm walking on like a gravel road, the sounds, oh, it's so beautiful, I love it. Um, We don't see the car in this, but we see the headlights shining on the restaurant from the side and the hum of the car engine now idling in the park space. That is literally the entire intro to this episode of Bluey. As soon as it happens, we get the title sequence, which Bluey introduces the episode in the title as this episode of Bluey is called Takeaway. We cut back to pretty much the same exact shot as before, but slightly zoomed in, and we see Bluey running into the frame from where the car was, with Dad and Bingo slowly behind her. Bingo rushes past a hose spigot that's outside of the front of the store and stops to backtrack her steps when when she sees it. She smiles and says, Oh, can I have a shower under that tap? No wet dogs in car, Bandit says as he walks forward to the door of the restaurant on the other side of the screen. Bluey groans at this approval, and Bingo is still behind the group, but she walks into the frame with a full smile on her face, and she's kind of looking like she's in her own little world at the moment. She stops. Dad, she says. Yeah, mate. And Bandit, his eyelids are just kind of drooping in the scene, too. He looks like he's had a really tough day. Um... And this is what Bingo asks, where do rocks come from? (laughs) She is going to have an episode of profound questions, this kid. Dad can't quite find the answer to this question and just says, "Uh." but he's rescued from answering because Bluey gives her dad the puppy dog eyes and interrupts him by asking, can we have some of your takeaway too? Bingo keeps walking toward the other two where there's a little table with one chair outside the door and says, yeah, as she's walking in agreement with asking for takeaway. Bandit's response is, you girls don't like spicy. Bluey looks a little disappointed, but Bingo seems to have a small self-revelation about what she likes. Oh, I like spicy, she says. Bandit knows that's not true, so he passes that off and just says, you squirts wait here. I'll be two seconds. And he walks into the restaurant to grab the order. The girls stand outside for a half second. They smile and look at each other, their eyes are narrow, they both know what the other is thinking, and they they start to fight to see who's going to get to sit in the chair outside of the shop, because there's only one. Bluey gets there first and plants herself in, but Bingo climbs up behind her and starts pushing on her back. Note there is a lot of giggling and excitement at this point in the game, which is pretty typical for the beginning of a game like this. Bluey is stronger than Bingo, and as Bingo is pushing her back, Bluey just gives one little push and knocks Bingo right off the chair. Bingo looks shocked and upset for literally a tenth of a second and then smiles again. She looks like she's about to pounce on her sister again when we hear a car speed by and the wind that whips from the car blows a newspaper off the table. Let's talk about Bingo's response here for a moment because this is a real key theme of this episode. When she gets knocked off, there's a pretty typical moment of shock that kids experience. Now, if this kept happening, Bingo might have gotten really annoyed and had a meltdown. But because it happened for the first time, she was able to brush it off and keep having fun. I just really like how the animators pulled this off with small little moments in the show to let us know that she's making a conscious choice here to have fun rather than have a tantrum. And I think it's the power of choice that's an important one when annoying things happen to us. I know that for me, my autopilot is usually annoyance and frustration whenever something doesn't go my way. I was like that as a kid too, but there are moments I remember that in the middle of my being annoyed, I made a conscious decision to let that go and to be happy and to keep playing a game. Those moments have been a whole heap more fun and memorable because of the simple choice I made to not be annoyed and to have fun. I think this translates well to the adult world too. Most of the time when there's something that That is bad that it's happening to us. Our natural default state is annoyance. But in those moments, we can choose to not be annoyed and let those go. Road rage is a typical example of this. (laughs) We get annoyed when things don't go our way on the road, but it's a good thing to implement calmness when bad things and annoying things happen to you because it can really develop your character and make you a more patient person. This is only the first time that Bluey knocks Bingo off the chair, so it's still early in the game, but you can see that she's making a choice here to not have a meltdown and to still have fun. Bingo changes directions though as she sees the newspaper blow off. She chases after it, then she puts it in her mouth and runs back to Bluey like a dog. I know they're dogs, but that is disgusting. She runs the newspaper back to Bluey after she gives a little bark too, and Bluey takes it, puts it on the table, and then pats Bingo on the head as Bingo giggles. Bandit slides out of the restaurant and says, all right, let's boogie, and he starts to walk outside to the car, yeah, Bluey shouts, and Bingo adds on, yeah, let's boogie. (laughs) Before they leave, Bandit checks the bag to make sure they have everything they ordered. Smart move or actually not really a smart move. We can talk about how it might've been better had they just left then and there. But Bandit realizes they didn't give him the spring rolls and he loves spring rolls. He cannot leave without his spring rolls. Hang about, he says, and he walks back into the store after looking around at the ground to see if he might've dropped them. You know, they might be on the sidewalk somewhere around here. But as he walks back in, We get another dog joke as Bandit points at his daughters and with a smile on his face commands them to stay. (laughs) Bluey and Bingo smile and freeze for a second. They look at each other and then they race to the chair again to play a little more of King of the Hill. Bluey gets there first and Bingo jumps on top of her and tries to sit down on top of Bluey, but Bluey uses her legs to launch Bingo off the chair onto the hard concrete below. Bingo falls straight on her bum and looks a little bit more offended and hurt here. Bluey keeps the fun of the game up and sticks out her tongue and makes that like little farting noise that you make with your tongue at her sister. Bingo, looking offended for a half second, makes a choice again to not get mad but be happy. She does the same to Bluey. She makes that like little tongue farting noise thing. And then after that, they both giggle like crazy. And it's just a fun moment that the sisters share with each other. Then Bandit walks out of the restaurant again, and he lets them know that it's going to be five minutes. Ugh. The girls get up from the chair and let their dad sit there. He pulls out his phone. I do not know from where he pulls out his phone. I mean, he reaches for his pocket here, which maybe means that the healers are really wearing clothes and that that like the fur is their clothes, And maybe the fur matches their actual fur. Maybe they've been wearing clothes this whole time. Because, I mean, Bluey and Bandit are blue. I don't know of many dogs that are blue, to be honest. Healers can have a slight tint of blue, but Bandit just pulls his phone from nowhere and dials Chili. (laughs) Anyway, he puts the phone on the table and kind of looks away here. It rings once. Mom picks up hey babe what's up the girls yell from the side of the table they forgot the spring rolls oh your dad and spring rolls <laughs> bandit looks to the phone and is sure as his wife and really kind of just says this to justify the wait. they're just cooking them now chili knows this is more trouble than it's worth and says forget them babe the kids must be starving And Bingo, amidst her smiles, just nods when her mom says this. She is hungry at the moment. Bandit makes it final, though. Not leaving without spring rolls. And he picks up the phone and says, See you, Mom. The girl's saying unison, See you, Mom. Well, good luck, Chili says in a weirdly ominous way. It's funny here because I feel like she has been there before and has learned from failure. She knows what the circumstance is going to entail. Don't worry about the spring rolls. Just go home, Bandit. Please, we're begging you. Just go home here. Bandit hangs up and then says this. Leave without the spring rolls? (laughs) He leans into his daughters when he says this. Like it's some absurd proposition his wife just made. Is she crazy? And he shrugs his shoulders to Bluey and Bingo, who just stand there and giggle a little bit. Bingo then asks the question that the whole episode will be based on how long is five minutes bandit gives the brilliant response of comparing the time to a fun show that the kids watch to make it feel like time is passing a bit more quickly um it's one episode of chutney chimp he says but that was probably a massive mistake if i'm honest because now the girls have this idea in their head that it's going to fly by because i'm sure an episode of chutney chimp makes time feel like it's moving super fast so, Banda has essentially screwed himself by saying this. Bluey stands there and asks, What are we going to play? And Banda replies, We're going to play Dad Reads the Newspaper. And he picks up the newspaper, props his leg up on his other leg, and flips open the newspaper to start reading. And the chaos just starts to ensue from here. Bluey runs over the door and asks, Oh, can I buy juice? And then Bingo turns around to look at the window and asks, what do these words say? Bandit replies, no idea, kiddo. And no, turning to Bluey. There's a tap over there if you're thirsty. Which is horrendous. I mean, I know that if you're thirsty, you're thirsty. But just drinking water from a questionable tap is a little rough for parental advice. The really funny part of this scene, though, is that Bluey turns around and looks like her dad has just told her that she can eat as much candy and junk food as she wants for the rest of her life. Her jaw is dropped, and her eyes are wide, and her hands are just in the ready and excited position. She is not disgusted in the least that her dad told her to drink from the tap. She is absolutely thrilled. Bluey, you're a weirdo. (laughs) But I guess as a kid, this is kind of exciting, though. I feel like I'd be excited by that when I was a kid. Bluey runs over to the tap, giggling with excitement, and kind of looks like she's about to jump up and down from being so overjoyed. She asks her dad, please, can I have a shower in it? And it shuts it down very quick. Don't even think about it. Bluey grabs the tap to try to turn it on, but just can't get it to budge. Dad, can you help me? And the tone of her voice when she says this is kind of whimpering. And Bingo gives her dad these puppy dog eyes too when Bluey asks this question because I think both of the girls can kind of sense that their dad is at the end of his line today and he is just absolutely worn out. Things are not going Bandit's way today and just like Bingo got kicked out of the chair and made a choice to be happier, Bandit is having a day where he's struggling to do that. He's having a day where he just doesn't want to choose to be a fun, goofy dad, even though he does. It's a tough day for him, and it's going to get a little bit tougher, Bandit. I'm sorry. He gets up from his chair looking pretty tired still, and he walks over to the tap. Bingo is excited that her dad is going to turn the tap on, and she kind of giggles a bit with excitement. Bandit turns on the tap and Bluey starts to drink. Bingo's just standing there, and Bandit asks her, do you need a drink too, Bingo? No, I'm not thirsty, she says, but she will be in about 10 seconds in this show she does look down at the plants right by the drain under the tap and says can i eat these plants no mate bandit walks all the way back to the table and is about to sit down and read his paper again when we hear the tap squeak a bit and bluey squeak a bit too bandit looking even more tired walks back over to the tap and bluey is panicking a bit which way do you turn it off and she has turned it the wrong way, and water is pouring out a bit faster and starting to overflow the drain. Bandit doesn't even respond verbally, but he just goes and turns the tap off. Bluey runs off happy again, and Bingo stands there and asks her dad another really tough question. Why are some plants food, like lettuce, but other plants aren't food? (laughs) Which is a great question. (laughs) Bandit thinks, uh... Well, but we hear Bluey's voice from the side interrupting the thought. Probably bailed Bandit out of answering a really tough question here. Dad, Bluey says, and the shot changes to where Bingo has pulled the chair on the other side of the door of the restaurant, so she can grab a menu from the little like menu holder thing on the side of the door. Can I play with these? And she holds up two menus. Just two, kid. Bandit replies. The shop guys need 'em. How about three? Two. And Bennett seems to make that final as he takes a chair and brings it back to the table. He's about to sit down again, but Bingo from the tap says, Dad, I'm thirsty. But I just Oh, never mind. And Bennett walks over to the tap and turns it on from Bingo to grab a drink. And just as he turns it on, another car comes swooshing by and the wind knocks the menus out of Louie's hands and into the water that's coming out of the tap. Quickly, Grab two more, but hang on to them, Bandit tells Bluey as he turns the water off. Bluey runs to drag the chair over the menus and grabs two more as Bandit takes the sopping wet menus and puts them in his bag with the food. Bluey drags the chair back to the table and Bandit sits down to pick up his, his newspaper to read. Ugh, I'm starving, Bingo says, walking to the frame, really dragging her feet in that whiny, kind of hungry mood. Can I have some takeaway? And the position that Bandit sits in now is not with one leg propped on the other, but like the full masculine pose of you're your sprawling your legs out as wide as they can go and just plopping down. It's a fun ode to how worn out this dude is at the moment. Bluey sees an opportunity for a game though and says, of course you can, customer. Welcome to my takeaway restaurant. Please sit down. And she starts to shoo her dad on out of the chair with her menu saying up get off poor bandit here just gets up and walks over to sit on the ground to read his newspaper bingo sits in the chair now and bluey says here are some menus bingo you can have two in case you want lots of food bingo the ever creative name picker says my name's not bingo it's uh and she looks around to see water drip out of the tap and says her name is tap girl Really creative, Bingo. (laughs) Bluey runs over to her dad and says, can I borrow this dad, pointing to the newspaper? Then she just grabs it without a response and says, I need to write Tap Girl's order down. She runs back to Bingo and says, so ma'am, what would you like? And Bandit, just having no other options and running out of patience, walks by and says, I'm just gonna go check on the spring rolls. Bingo looks at Bluey and says, I'll have some super spicy, please. And Bluey says, certainly. I'll just get that now. And grabs some of the takeaway in the bag and cracks it open. But she doesn't get to the food before she grabs a wet menu and then just chucks it across the sidewalk right by the door to the restaurant. Bingo is really happy that there is some actual food in front of her and she grabs it looking like she's going to take a bite. Bluey interjects, uh, Tap girl, I'm not sure you can eat it for real life, but Bingo is hungry. So she grabs some food shoves it in her mouth, and realizes that it is way too hot for her. Her eyes narrow with pain. She jumps around like a monkey from the heat and the spice, and, ugh, this is heartbreaking. She throws the food on the ground, where it spills all over the sidewalk. Bandit's day is about to get a lot worse. And Bandit walks out, groaning because the spring rolls aren't ready yet, and he spots his dinner on the sidewalk. Hey, my dinner, he cries out. He starts to walk over, but slips on the wet menu right in front of him. He catches himself, and then as soon as he catches himself, Bingo spits out all the food all over Bandit's face. Ugh. Bingo cries out, too spicy. And Bandit, to my utter amazement here, because I probably would've just lost it here, he says, okay, okay, come here, mate and grabs at her to take her over to the tap where she can get a drink and cool off her tongue. How's that, kiddo? He asks her. Good, Bingo says. But I need to do a wee. I'm busting. Which <laughs> she has been busting in two straight episodes. I'm curious how long this is going to run on for. It's so cute. Oh my goodness. Bluey provides some more comedic relief here as she grabs two chopsticks and does what literally every kid and adult for that matter, does when they have chopsticks. She sticks them in her gums and says, I'm a walrus. (laughs) And they just threw that joke in there randomly too because the scene just cuts to Bandit then running to the door of the restaurant asking if there's a bathroom around. And as he's doing this, we don't even see Bluey, but we see Dad pointing at the top and says, Bluey, don't even think about that. Which means she was looking to take a shower in the tap and that is the last... this man needs right now and the one thing he does need right now a bathroom is nowhere in sight and not close enough bandit asks bingo and bingo is literally sideways in bandit's arms at the moment if she can wait till they get home bingo's response i'm busting and bandit looks around and spots a bush it's a bush wee he says and he grabs and holds her behind the bush so that she can pee. <laughs> Gross, but I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. In the middle of the wee, Bingo asks the question. Dad, yeah mate, is everything in the world made of atoms? <laughs> Where is she getting these questions? I mean, sometimes I do my best thinking in the toilet too, or when I'm taking a wee. but why did this question pop into her head at that moment? It's just so cute. Uh, yeah, I think so, Bandit says, and Bluey screams on the other side near the tap because the water is overflowing and the drain is pouring out everywhere. Ah, I can't turn it off, she says. I only meant to turn it on a little bit. And Bandit, still holding Bingo over the bush, says to Bluey on the other side of the shop, don't even think about getting under that. (laughs) There's water everywhere. Bluey is panicking still, and Bandit asks Bingo, bingo are you almost finished not yet bingo says it's a long one which it really is i don't know if kids pee that long but it's only like halfway through her wee, and it's already been going on for like 10 to 15 seconds she is she there's a lot of fluid in her right now Things get worse, though, because some crows land right on top of the food on the sidewalk and start feasting on Bandit's dinner that is spilled all over the sidewalk. Bandit tries to shoo the crows away, and Bingo warns the crows, Don't, Mr. Crow, it's too spicy for you. And the shot cuts to Bluey, still panicking. What will happen if we can never turn it off? Bandit hilariously tries to grab the menus and throw them at the crows. Get out of here, he says, and it literally the menus only go about a foot away from him. Nothing is working out for this man at the moment. Bluey, still panicking, says, the water will be up to the clouds. (laughs) Are you finished yet, bingo? Bandit says, starting to panic a little bit more here. Almost, she says. Now Bluey is fully yelling, and there's water starting to flood out in the parking lot, and the crows just are looking around eating the food. This is a really long way, Bingo, Bandit says. And finally, Bingo lifts up her hands and says, Finished! Bandit puts Bingo down, runs over, shoes the crows, sprints to the tap, turns it off, and takes a deep breath. (sighs) Things are okay. He walks over to the chair and just plops down at it again this time. And he really looks defeated and exhausted. The girls look at him. And Bingo speaks up. Dad? Yes, mate? If grown-ups grow from babies, and only grown-ups have babies, who had the first baby? (laughs) Bandit's eyes widen at this question. And he just gets up, grabs a bag, and says, Okay, forget the spring rolls. Let's just get out of here. And he takes a step right onto the lid of the food that is spilled all over the ground, and he slips All the food in the bag spills all over him. And this is just the final straw of defeat. Bandit is not angry in this moment. He is defeated. Which is weirdly kind of worse. I think anger shows a tendency for the person to fight back sometimes. With defeat, the person just feels like they're at the end and has accepted this idea that nothing will get better and the person feels like they cannot get out from under it. I think depression feels a bit like this. At least it does for me. It feels like defeat. When the things in my life don't quite go as planned, or when things just don't seem to open up or happen at all, I have the tendency to not really get so much as frustrated as just defeated. This is why when I go through things, that I have to keep reminding myself to fight back. Not to get angry or frustrated because that kind of fighting back isn't really going to do anything. And the times I've operated like that, I haven't really been able to function well and nothing has ever actually gotten solved. But I have to keep reminding myself to press on and to keep going. Things honestly might not get any better, but I have people in my life that I love and that make this whole thing worth it. And for those of you who are defeated like bandit, And note here, Bandit is just defeated in the moment. Some people might be feeling a lot more defeated in life. And just like nothing is going to work out for you. I implore you that there are people out there that love you. Hold on to those things. Don't give up. We're getting that from a little section where Bandit is just absolutely at the end of his line. Not even opening his eyes anymore because he's so defeated. Bandit here has one more bit of bad news coming. The woman who runs the restaurant comes out and says, Sorry, but your spring rolls will be five more minutes. What? Bingo says. That's a whole other chutney chimp. Sorry about the wait, the lady says. Would you kids like some fortune cookies? And Bluey and Bingo grab one and say thank you. Bandit literally has not moved at all from being on the ground with food all over him if you just started watching from this section you'd honestly think he was dead (laughs) it looks like a murder scene the woman asks what happened out here and no one answers but bluey discovers what a fortune cookie is they're biscuits she says and bingo says with a little paper inside and bluey finishes with writing on the paper the scene cuts to a very alive bandit and both of the girls on his lap looking at their fortune cookies Bluey opens hers and she asks, what does it say? Bandit takes it and begins to read as the camera pushes in on his face. It says, flowers may bloom again, but a person never has a chance to be young again. His eyes widen. Bluey asks, what does that mean? And Bandit has a deep moment of understanding that shifts his whole perspective. It means, he says, and he looks at Bingo, then Bluey. It's shower time. And he puts the girls down and starts walking toward the tap. The girls are are just too shocked in this moment. For real life, Bluey asks. And Bandit turns on the tap and says, for real life. And the girls stand there for a second, then throw their fortune cookies up in the air and go running into the water, giggling like mad the whole time that they do it. I'm not gonna talk about this much here because the entirety of the theme section is all on this, but it's kind of the YOLO motto, but a lot deeper. Bandit laughs as the girls are going through and the woman comes out and says, spring rolls are ready. And Bandit is just soaking up this moment here and just says, oh great, just pop them on the table, thanks. No worries, she says as she puts them on the table and says, oh, that looks fun. As the camera switches to a wide shot of the restaurant and slowly zooms out to show that fun is being had at this little restaurant. And this little family is making the most of these bad circumstances. Each episode, I'm going to be talking about the four things that I noticed in the episode. Four, because there are four members of the family. These are not the most important parts of the show. They're just things that I really, really liked. So, here we go. Number one, let's talk about the introduction for a quick second. When the family is dancing around, there are some people who do not know that they're playing some kind of freeze dance here. So yes, they are introducing the characters, but they're also calling out the person who does not freeze as the music freezes. So first mom fails with her eyes closed a little and she's doing a little mom dance. It's such a mom dance, it's not even funny. Then dad fails when he forgets to freeze being carried away with the sprinkler Next, Bingo can't quite freeze because she's off balance in her dance and can't quite stop. Then, Bluey is the final one, and it freeze frames on her. Also, note that each character's name is different up in the clouds and the letters above their head, and they all seem to weirdly fit their personalities. (laughs) Mom's speeds up from her and it just fades away into a thousand different little pieces. Dad speeds up from him, but then bursts into one big piece. Bingo speeds up from her and then individual letters pop and then Blueies speed up from her and they do not pop because she is the namesake of the show. Although we all know the show should be called Bingo. <laughs> petition to change it to Bingo. Let's start this petition. Change Bluey to Bingo. Even though we all love Bluey, Bluey's super cute. Bingo is the cutest kid in the world. Number two. Apparently, And I cannot confirm if this is true because I cannot read whatever language is on the window. (laughs) But the letter on the window is another language. I'm not sure if it's Mandarin or Cantonese or something like that. But the letter actually says the name of the store apparently. Which is an obvious point because it probably should say the name where it's written in English too. But I don't know. I just really like that. The animators of the show just made sure to check it rather than just throwing some random lettering there. just makes a world of difference they really care about the small things number three this is the first episode i believe and i may have to scour episodes i've seen before to double check this but i'm pretty sure it is this is the first episode where chili calls bandit a pet name (laughs) in this occurrence it's babe when chili answers the phone and says hey babe what's up i gotta be honest the babe thing in relationships always seemed a bit gooey and too mushy for me But because Bandit and Chili are using it now, I'm pretty good to use that. (laughs) I'm going to use it all the time now. Babe. She just says it so effortlessly. (sighs) Anyway, I like that little bit of the show there. Number four. On the glass of the shop, there are two little stickers toward the door. I don't really know what those are, and I didn't recognize them from anything really, but I have two guesses. The first is that they're like little credit card Doggy stickers that sometimes pop up on the shops or windows around the area to know which credit cards they take. It's like a MasterCard sticker and then some little Visa or Discover card or something like that. Maybe Diners Club. <laughs> they could also be flags too. One of the stickers looks like the old Dutch flag, but it's flipped upside down. It's blue on top with a white stripe, then orange on the bottom. But the Prince's flag of the Netherlands is that reversed and it's not red, um, it's orange but the updated Netherlands flag is red instead of orange. And the other sticker doesn't resemble any flag that I know of, to be honest. I'd probably just guess that these were credit card things, but it just was a little fun thing to try to guess what these stickers were. Every episode, we're gonna talk about the theme of the episode. And the theme of this episode of Bluey, I think, is cherishment. Cherishing? <laughs> I don't really know how to say that. I could not think of what the word actually was. And it's even bothering me right now that I can't really think of the word for this. But I, I don't know if there is an English word for it. It's like the whole idea of carpe diem. Um, And I literally googled one word synonym for carpe diem, but I didn't really get anything. But carpe diem is kind of the better theme here. Seizing the day cherishing the moments that you have with another person and the moments that you have in your life because you will never be able to have those moments back. You will never be able to turn back the clock. And unfortunately, the older you get, the more perspective that you have in that. And the older you get, the less of a chance that you have to enjoy those moments because you're close to death, as morbid as it might sound. But life should be more about taking risks and enjoying the small moments than it is about the misery of life. Because if we're all honest, Life can just suck sometimes. Most of the time, life is really difficult. There are people in your life that can make your life suck even more and make you grumpy and annoyed. And if we all lived in that idea all the time, then we will be miserable for the rest of our life. But if we choose to come out of those moments and cherish them, we can live much healthier and enjoyable lives. This comes in a single moment when Bandit reads the fortune cookie. But I think it's an important thing that Bingo did not lose her temper when some bad stuff happened to her in this episode. She's a mini foil for Bandit because she chooses to let those annoying things go and still live in the enjoyment of moments in her life. Even though she got pushed off a chair and hit her bum, she can choose to be happier in those moments than be grumpy about them. Because where has grumpiness ever gone anyone in life? And note, I am preaching to the choir of myself when I say this. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of David Foster Wallace's This is Water graduation speech. I think it's one of the greatest speeches I've ever listened to. Because it's about the power of choosing in the moments when your autopilot is telling you to be annoyed. Choose to let it go by you. Don't sit in misery and annoyance. Get yourself up out of those moments and seek to live with joy and seize every moment that comes your way. If bandit never read that fortune cookie, he probably might've just gotten in the Jeep with the girls, had a miserable dinner where more things would have gone wrong and ended the day bum depressed and miserable. But this little thing saved his day. He learned that in spite of all these moments, he can live with joy and making the most out of every opportunity and making a memory that will last a lifetime with his daughters. This is one thing that I want more in my life than anything else. To be able to say in moments of frustration that I choose to not dwell in that and to seize the day and to live every second of the life that I have to the max. I want to quit being annoyed at the small things in my life and start smiling at them. And I think that only comes in practice. And also some fortune cookie wisdom as well. And this is just an ongoing theme of Bluey. It's something that has inspired me the most with this show, that making memories with people you love is more important than work, it's more important than reading the newspaper, it's more important than watching TV and catching up on on all the shows that you like It's an ongoing trope in literature People looking back on their life with regret, knowing that they wasted it Look at A Christmas Carol Or one of my favorite movies About Time Again, it's one of the greatest movies ever made by the way, it's so good But one of the goals in my life is to live with as little regret as possible. And I think the way to that is by focusing on loving people, spending as much time as you can with those people and choosing to be joyful in tough times with them so that you can laugh and enjoy the short life that you have. Every episode, we're gonna talk about the best in show award. And the best in show award, which is essentially the MVP for this episode of bluey is bandit for many of the reasons that we talked about in the theme, but this man endured this episode and did not really lash out ever. He was defeated. Yes, but a short list. He just wanted to sit in the chair and read his paper, but he had to run back and forth to turn on the tap. He had to hold bingo up while she took away. His food fell out all over the sidewalk and the crows ate it. He slipped on a wet menu He tripped on a lid that sent his food all over him. Bingo spit in his face and his spring rolls were not ready. All that in like seven minutes. This guy is having a rough night. So he first gets this award because he really never lashed out when he went through this stuff. He looked frustrated, but he was always able to respond to his daughters well, and he was always able to be okay. And when he felt defeated, he learned the most important lesson and one that he's been really good at um, in the last few episodes and the entirety of season one, really. He learned that kids are only kids once. So we might as well give them a good time and share some memories with them. I feel like this moment for the girls will be a core memory. (laughs) That one day they're going to be sitting around a table and they're going to be reminiscing of all these stories. And they're going to look back and remember that night and laugh about the time that all these bad things happened to dad and they still were able to run around in the tap and have fun. What a good man Bandit is. Can we all aspire to be like him? To play with our kids and our nieces and nephews as well as he does and to really seize the moments every single day because we are not promised tomorrow. And Bandit deserves this award for learning that lesson. This episode brought so many memories back. It was crazy. Like every single episode of Bluey does, it brings it just floods my my mind with so many memories of just my childhood. And again, this episode brought back tons. I remember waiting for food for what felt like an eternity at so many different restaurants. I remember one time specifically at a diner in New Jersey where I lived and grew up, we ordered food, and it honestly felt like the food came out two hours later. I'm sure it was probably just five minutes, but it felt really long. (laughs) But the more prevailing memory that this episode brought up for me was a moment when I chose to laugh rather than to be annoyed. It was a moment in college that this happened, and it was a time when I was really trying my best to not get frustrated and to laugh about the things that happened in my life. But my sophomore year of college, My intramural basketball team was untouchable. (laughs) We were so good that we were sweeping every team we played by like 10 to 15 points. Easy. There was an ongoing thing that our intramural basketball team could beat the real basketball team, which wasn't that much of a thing because the real basketball team in my college was terrible. I think their record that year was like two and like 20. They were having a rough year. I still remember one time we had a matchup against the best team. And we only had four players for the first 10 minutes of the game because we had a few of our players coming from class and that class let out late. By the time the rest of our team came, the four of us had stored up a 15 point lead on the other team, which was the best team. They were so mad. They were screaming at each other on the other side of the court. And we were just out there having a good time. (laughs) Anyway, we ran the playoffs pretty easy that year. And then we met that team again in the finals we went up pretty early but it ended up ended up being a really good game we started to pull away in the last 10 minutes and there was like 40 seconds left or something and we were up about 10 points at that point the other team usually knows they've lost and they don't foul or try to delay the game so they might have a chance of us missing free throws and pulling back into the game it was just kind of too far for them to come back But there was one player on their team, the most intense kid I have ever met, who hated losing more than anything else in the world. And intramurals always brings out the best in people, you know? (laughs) But anyway, the ball was inbounded to me with 40 seconds left. I was a point guard. And I started to dribble. And I was dribbling up the court. Again, we were up by 10 at this point. And the guy who was guarding me was playing loose off me, knowing that we had won the game. We had won the finals. We were really excited. The game had to just finish the last 40 seconds. The intense player, who I won't name, was screaming at his teammate as I was dribbling up the court, and he was screaming to foul me. The kid guarding me didn't listen to the intense kid. So the intense kid decided he was going to run up to me and foul me. So he ran up to me with his arm outstretched like he was going to clothesline me. I started smiling in that moment because I was thinking in my head, he's not actually going to do this. There's no way he at the very least is going to slow down enough to just wrap me up and foul me and he's going to do it lightly, but he did not do it lightly. He did not slow down at all. He actually picked up speed and he punched me in the gut, actually punched me. Now my teammates were furious. They got in his face and really protected me in that instance. And to be honest, if my brothers were playing with me at that moment, it might've been lights out for that kid. We have the protective genes in my family. But I remember lying on the ground after he punched me because he also just ran through me and I did not expect that. And it sent me to the ground and the rest called the game after that and sent him off because it got so bad. But I remember that as soon as he hit me, I started laughing myself. And later Just didn't care all that much. I remember making a conscious decision in my head thinking, I can get in a fight with this insecure, intense kid who was just mad that he lost, or I can let it go and not worry about it all that much. And so I let it go. And I didn't worry about it so much. And I still remember that to this day. We've only got one life, people. Soak up every second of it. It's not worth it to be grumpy or annoyed when bad things happen to you. Live life with the people that you love and make memories with those people. Carpe diem. Anyway, I'll be seeing ya. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I am coming out with an episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. These episodes are the best, the most fun thing to make ever. I love doing these so much. Um, and Bluey is just the greatest show to do this to as well um, if you would like give me a good rating on wherever you listen to podcasts really like Spotify and Apple podcasts are probably the two main ones I would love a review if you write me a review I will read it on the podcast that is my guarantee <laughs> so probably somewhere in the beginning or maybe at the end I'll read a review a critique whatever you have of that and I'll just kind of laugh about it um, and have fun Um, I will try to work on the mouth thing that I'm, (laughs) I have like cotton mouth whenever I talk sometimes. So bear with me on that. I'll try to edit all those out. Um, but I have social, so you can follow me on social. If you want to support me, just follow me on social or, um, write me a review. That's probably the best. Give me a rating, rate me whatever you think I deserve. Um, and I am just excited to keep going on this journey of bluey obsessed podcasting with you all. Um, We have a fun little community of people listening, and I've gotten some comments here and there. So it's just, it's really fun, and I really, really love it. So, And I can't wait to just keep getting more obsessed about Bluey. So thank you so much for listening. Again, it means the world to me. I am so um, lucky that people are listening to this podcast. It's a really cool thing for me.